The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. This is Walter Cronkite. Here's a question. Is Sputnik actually a Russian word? And here's the answer. It is a Russian word, literally meaning traveling with a traveler. The traveler is the Earth. The object traveling with it is the satellite, a Sputnik. Now try to answer your questions on many subjects of popular interest. Send them to Answer, Please, CBS Radio, New York 22, New York. And hear the answers every weekday evening over most of these stations. Hello. Oh, hi, Doris. Oh, fine. Hmm? Oh, well, just a second. Hold on. Dear. Hmm? It's Doris. She wants to know if we want to come over this evening, play a little bridge. Oh, I don't know. What about it, you? Well, it's up to you, dear. Well, I'd just soon for a little while. I don't want to stay out too late. Doris? Fine. We can't stay too late. Well, I'll have to get a babysitter. No, I can get Jeannie, I think. Then we'll be over. <laughs> All right, Doris. Goodbye. Yeah, I'm kind of sorry I said we'd go tell you the truth. I'm sort of sleepy. Well, that's no, okay. It's okay. We'll go. We'll go. Uh, call Jeannie. Gee, I never can remember her number. Her is... oh. <laughs> Hello? Yes? Who? Mrs. Ridgely! My goodness. I, well, I was just picking up the receiver when the phone... Re... <laughs> well, how are you? Oh, we're uh, just fine. Mrs. Ridgely? Mrs. Walker Ridgely? Oh, uh, well... Oh, well, my goodness. Honey? Well, hold on a second, will you? Yeah, hold on, Mrs. Ridgely. They've got extra tickets to some symphony concert down here at the Lyceum, and then they're having a small informal get-together afterwards at their house. Oh, no. Yes? Oh, wouldn't you know? Walker Ridgely is very important. I've been trying for ages shall to... I, to shall I say yes, we'll go? You just told Doris and Bob we'd be over there. Well, maybe we could get out of it. How? I t it never fails. It never... When it would be the Ridgeleys, well, of course. I mean, Mrs. Ridgely? We're dying to go, but we told some people that we might drop over, and I think maybe we'd better call first and just find out. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll call you right back. Well, well, we do, too. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, I'll call Doris and Bob. What'll I say? I don't know. Well, if you'd rather go with the Ridgeleys, you'd better start thinking. Well, golly, does it ever fail? Does no, it? You can I... sit home for a week and the phone no. doesn't ring, and just a minute you decide to do something, somebody else phones and invites you to do something better. I know, you know, I, I know. It never fails. It never fails. Boys will be boys given half the chance. By and large, delinquents are boys who don't believe they have the interest or support of their families, their teachers, or their communities. As long as they're allowed to feel that no one cares about them, they're not likely to care about anyone else, and that's where the trouble usually begins. But delinquency can be discouraged. The average lad would rather be a respected member of society than a delinquent once he knows he's wanted. Where YMCA facilities are open to him, a young man soon learns that the community does care about him. Every day in Wives Across America, 
where educational and recreational facilities are available, where personal counseling is offered, and where friendships can be made and new interests developed, thousands of young men are learning that their wants and needs are respected. Maintaining all of these services, however, is a big job, even for the Y. Your help is needed. Now, during National YMCA Week, won't you call your local Y to learn how you can help? Doesn't I tell you, it just never fails. Well, now, look, you're wasting time saying that over and over again. Now, I have got to call Mrs. Ridgely back one way or the other. Well, you told Doris and Bob we'd be over. I guess. Well, we'll have to go, that's all. Now, look, when Doris called, she was very casual. She said, if you two aren't doing anything, why don't you come on over for a little bridge? That was exactly the way she put it. Well, golly, how do you suppose the Ridgley's happened to call us? Well, I've gotten to know her a little better at the women's club. Yeah? She's awfully nice, she really is. And I've heard you say what a big shot Mr. Ridgley is and how we ought to play up to them a little. Well, so I now... play up to them? I... What? Well, you put things in such a funny way... Well, let's call a spade a spade. It wouldn't do any harm to know the Ridgley's. He's an important businessman in town. Look, you, you don't see. have to tell me. I know. It's just that I don't believe in pushing myself on anybody. No, That's no. all. And here, they ask us to do something. They ask us. I, I mean, it, it, it's ironical. It really is. Yeah. Well, well, time flies. What shall I do? If we're going with the Ridgley's, I've got to figure out something to tell Doris. Why don't you tell her the truth? I mean, tell her what happened. Oh, I can't do that. Tell her I it's a, oh. sort of business, as far as I'm oh, concerned. No. You know. I can't do that. Well, certainly business comes before pleasure. Let's face facts, dear. Doris knows as well as we do who the Ridgleys are. In fact, she knows Mrs. Ridgley, too. How would we like it if we were expecting them over and then they called and said they'd rather go somewhere with the Ridgleys? I could understand that. Oh, honey, I oh, could. Why could not? Oh, love, look, you might understand it. You certainly wouldn't like it. Your feelings would be hurt. It's only human. Isn't it natural to feel a little funny if you know someone prefers to be with someone else other than you? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Now, look, you said yourself when Doris called that she said if we weren't doing anything to come on over. It isn't anything special. Well, now, why don't we just call up and say that, well, say you're too tired. Can't we make it some other night? Why don't you be the one who's too tired? All right, all right. I don't care. I'll be too tired. You think she'd believe us? Well, certainly. All right, I'll, I'll say that you suddenly felt exhausted. Yeah, uh -huh. and, that I've had a hard yeah. day at the office. You're worn out and then uh, have to get up early. You're coming down with a cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm coughing. Good, you know, I've had a fever yeah. and mm -hmm. suddenly my temperature is up and yeah, it's, you know, uh -huh. 103. Yeah, and... I, well, I don't think we should overdo this, dear. She'd probably come running over with a steam kettle or something. Yeah, well, anyhow, call her. Just yeah. so you know that I, I've been I'm on feel, my... I know. Mm -hmm. oh. Why? What if somebody sees us at the concert and tells Doris? Oh, who's going to see us? Well, the auditorium holds 3,000. Somebody's going to see us. No, I think the best thing to do is to tell her the Ridgley's asked us some time ago. We'd forgotten the date, and here it is tonight. The Ridgley's just called us to remind us, and we feel terrible. You think she'd believe that? No. No. No, look, this is nonsense. After all, we do like Doris and Bob, and this... Well, I don't know. It makes me feel kind of like a heel. Oh, I know. Me too. You know, if it just weren't the Ridgley's. Anybody else except the Ridgley's. You know, in a few weeks, I'm going to have to deal with him on a business setup, and it would... Well, it would be a help to know the man better. I've got an idea. Why don't we call Doris and Bob, and I'll pretend that we just thought of the symphony concert. We have tickets, and isn't this the night that it's in town? Well, why would we be asking them? To go look in their paper and see if this is the night. Why couldn't we look in our own paper? I wrapped the garbage in it, and it's already been thrown out. 
Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. That is just plain yeah, silly. Guess Look, so. guess just so. tell her we have a previous engagement that we forgot about. She'd That's ask all. what it was. Oh, no, she wouldn't. Yes, she we'd... would. And Doris may not be a genius, but if I said we'd forgotten a date with the Ridgely, she's smart enough to... All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Forget it, forget it. We'll play bridge. Of course, on top of everything, I hate to miss the concert. Yes, of course. What do you think I've been thinking of? I think the reason the Ridgleys asked us was because she was talking about Mr. Ridgley's hi-fi set, and I said you were just crazy about music, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, he's got hi-fi. Mm -hmm. I know. Boy, we could have talked music. I know, and tonight they're doing the Eroica. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, you didn't say all they like. I just love Tchaikovsky. Yeah, I do, too. But the Eroica's Beethoven, isn't it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, sure, yes, I, yes, I just yes. meant I, I like Tchaikovsky, too. You know, I was thinking of the pathetique. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a shame to miss it. Well, what'll I do? Look, I know it's a shame. Be a wonderful opportunity to get acquainted with Mr. Ridgely, but I was brought up to accept the first invitation, no matter how much more attractive others might be. I know, I know, me too. It's just that... <clears throat> okay, call the Ridgleys. Tell them we're sorry. We finally got hold of these other people, and they're expecting yeah. us. We're All so right, sorry. All right, I know what to say. Do. I know Call the babysitter, and we'll go play bridge. Oh, Well, come on, come on. I thought we were leaving right away. Is Jeannie here? No, not yet. Well, we can't leave until she comes anyway. You might as well take your coat off. No, I got it on now. Changed my shirt and I shaved. I thought you weren't going to. We're only going to play bridge. Well, I did anyhow. What are you doing? I made cookies today. I'm wrapping up a box full to take over to Doris. Guilty conscience, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel kind of sheepish myself. You know, Aunt Maggie's always saying things turn out for the best. Maybe she's right. If we had gone with the Ridgley's tonight, what would I have worn? One, I should say, of probably 20 dresses. Oh, nothing, absolutely nothing that would have been really suitable for tonight. I should have a sort of formal, informal dress, like a little black velvet suit or something. What's the matter with that new red one you got for the Christmas parties? Oh, it's too dressy. You know, I think it's just as well we're not going. Ah, sour grapes. <laughs> Mm. No, my hair looks terrible. I'm just as glad, really. Well, I'm yeah. not. I wish we could have gone. I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. Probably somebody else asking it somewhere. It never rains when it pours. I know. Hello. Oh, hi, Doris. Oh, look, yeah, Doris, we're just leaving. We're waiting for the babysitter. You get out the card table. We'll be over there just as... Huh? What's the matter? Oh, for Pete's sakes, really? Well, gee, I hope he's all right. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Of course we understand. No, it's okay, Doris. Gee, I'm awful sorry. Tell him the... Yeah, yeah, some other time. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Where's the phone book? Phone book. What is it? What is it? What phone is, what, book, what's phone that? book. Look up the Ridgely's number. Why? Bob is having one of his allergy attacks. Oh? Doris thinks he'd, we'd better not come over. You know, he doesn't feel well. Yeah, here, here, Ridgely, Ridgely, walk. Uh, Ridgely, that's every... Boy, I tell you, everything does indeed happen for the best. Hillside 4550. Here, you, you, you better call. Well, wait a minute. I can't call the Ridgely's back huh? now. I told him we couldn't go. Well, we, we, well we... they probably asked somebody else by this time, and I think it would look very funny if we call back now. And it would certainly be embarrassing for her if they have asked somebody else. Oh. All right, I'll call, I'll call, I'll try. Yeah. Hillside 4550, please. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Like to laugh? Then you'll find CBS Radio's Sunday program lineup tailor-made for you. For one thing, Jack Benny goes off on a shopping expedition only to be denied credit at a local store. In a fury, Jack loses his head and does the one thing he hates most. He pays cash. And that's just one of the hilarious things that happen on Sunday's episode of our Jack Benny Show. Most of these same stations also bring you Says Who. Says Who is the laugh-packed mystery voice quiz that puts Henry Morgan's sense of humor to work for you every Sunday. 
On the panel this weekend will be Joey Adams, his wife Cindy, and Hermione Gingold. The conversation on CBS Radio's Mitch Miller Show is not limited to laughter, but with Mitch Miller sparking things for a host of exciting guests, there's always fun afoot. Leading ladies Mindy Carson and Mary Ewer are two of the impressive people you'll meet Sunday night on CBS Radio's Mitch Miller Show. Mrs. Ridgely. Well, you don't need to feel that way at all. You know, it was just that suddenly this this fell through and we both love music so. (laughs) Oh, not at all. Don't think anything of it. Yes, of course, some other time. Oh, all right, Mrs. Ridgely. Thanks anyway. Well, I embarrassed her. They've asked somebody else. Well, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have insisted you call. And I'll tell you one thing. Maybe it's just as well. We do a lot of talking about how crazy we are about good music, and yet I'm doing well if I can recognize the poet and peasant overture. Yeah, I guess that's my story, too. Well, what happened? We were going to buy a really good phonograph and listen to music and get so we really knew it. Nothing happened. That's what happened. We just don't do it. Yeah, by golly, we will. This year, we really will. (laughs) Well, maybe we'd better, if you hope to get acquainted with Mr. Ridgely. Well, I'll call the babysitter, tell her we're staying home, not to come. Yeah, okay. You feel like playing a game of Scrabble? What did Doris say was wrong with Bob? Allergy attack. Where's the Scrabble board? Bottom shelf of the bookcase. This is the first I ever heard of Bob having allergy attacks. Yeah. Allergic to what? Well, I don't know. She said he was gasping for breath, and she'd given him some pills, and he was lying down. Gee, that's a good one. We never thought of that. Why, huh? Do you suppose the Ridgley's asked Doris and Bob, and we couldn't go? Oh, wouldn't that be funny? Hey, don't tell me the joke's on what us. What exactly did Doris say? Well, she said she felt terrible yes. about it, but uh-huh. suddenly Bob got this attack, you know, because he was very tired yes. and he had this cold, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch. Stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce is produced by Walter Hart. This is Warren Swinney inviting you to listen tomorrow to The Couple Next Door. Mm-hmm.